Hey, it's me, Alex. You're listening to Shh, I'm watching a movie. And before we get into it, uh, we have a special guest, Trisha Black, who's on today. And she has a new podcast called One More Round with Trisha Black. And it's just been added to the Sonar Network. So you can find it there where all good podcasts are. Uh, she interviews people and has a drink. And it's, she describes it as a East Coast kitchen party. I don't know what that is. But she's delightful. Anyway, here's the episode. Enjoy! Hello! Hello! <laughs> hi! Hello. hello! And welcome to... Hi! Welcome to... Shh, I'm watching a movie. Shh, I'm watching a movie. Oh, we did it almost at the same time, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so excited for today because... We have a very good, we have a very special guest who's actually technically been on the show before, FYI. It was recorded like hell. Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, At a live JFL event. Yeah, it was bad. By, <laughs> it was a bad recording. It's like a harsh noise tape. It's real rough. So uh, before we get into that story, we introduce uh, Trisha Black. Yay. Hi. Yay. Oh, hello. Thank you for joining Hi. us once again. But my this pleasure. Time, I, love, I love this podcast. It's like right up my alley of life. <laughs> good. Good. Um, yes. Last time it was Babe, Babe, right? We did Babe. We watched yeah. Babe. Okay, so here's the story for everybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. Last year, we all got to go to JFL as one big family. It was great. Mm-hmm. Trisha went with uh, She the People. Uh, me and Alex went randomly because our podcast got accepted. And, not accepted. We just got asked to go and we said, okay. Yeah. And uh, See, people, some people were very mad. Yeah, people were how you say jealous, and I got yeah. weird messages on the internet. On the internet, well, let them be jealous. And, and we could not answer. We could, at the time we couldn't answer how it happened. We were like, uh, we got an email. We thought it was a scam. We thought it was a scam. Uh, we had to we had to Google the person who emailed us. <laughs> <laughs> and I called Alex on the telephone, which I never do. Um, yeah, it was a strange. I was like, "Oh, she's she's leaving the podcast. <laughs> We're done. It's a serious conversation." <laughs> yeah, that's how I'll do it. In the middle of the day, I'll call oh you on the goodness. phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, so you were you were great there, there, though. It was very fun. It was Patricia great. Was one of, we yeah. did two shows. Yeah, we did Babe, yeah. which um, yeah was recorded pretty badly. We asked if we should record it ourselves, and the Spotify tent said no. And there we were. <laughs> we're Spotify. We're fine. And then, We've got then they put up like what I can only describe as like nightmarish, like hellish noises. What was interesting about it was it really captured the background sound beautifully mm. and us terribly. <laughs> so, yes. so weird. I wonder what yeah. they, like I wonder what they did that would have done that. Us us watching a movie truly through them. Like Yeah, it was a, we should have just done what we now understand what to do for these events, which is mm-hmm. yeah. just talk normal. Yeah. Yeah. But for our bad dog show it worked out well, I think. I don't know. Yeah. We, we've, we've, done, okay. we've, we, we've done live events where we've like talked through a movie and it's done fine. It was just those shows that went horribly. People walking by were wildly confused. Mm-hmm. It was all, it, it was, but like their, their, their check cashed. I had a fun time. Oh, yeah. Could I say <laughs> That's all that matters. Not, that is all that matters. But I'll just say that um, we were like the only podcast that was asked that was not French. So yeah. People oh. were walking by and also maybe didn't understand our language that we were speaking. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna blame that because no one in Quebec speaks 
English. Anyways, Trisha, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> and I don't speak French. <laughs> Excellent. Me neither. You so know, we're all, we all get that every boyfriend, every boyfriend I've had has spoken French fluently and they never want to speak it to me. And it's very upsetting. Weird. Yeah. You, you, you have an energy where it's like, I'm going to speak French at her and it's become a thing. Hey, like, what, I don't want to make yeah. this. <laughs> You've been like, I can't understand you. No. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Anyways, I would ask every night I'd be like, before I'd fall asleep to s- at least three people, I would be like, uh, just say like one sentence to me. And then they would say like, it was stupid. Anyways, Trisha, you've chosen a great movie that we've technically all seen mm-hmm. before, but I don't care because, uh, because I'm so freaking excited. Trisha, what movie did you choose us? Choose for I us? chose, I chose one of my all, it's probably my number one favorite movie of all time, uh, is Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm so <Woo-hoo>. excited. <laughs> I love this movie so much, like so much. I watch it all of the time. And still find joy. <laughs> I think I've seen... Oh, sorry. Did you guys get distracted by my measuring cup water? Sorry. Yeah, you measured, <laughs> I was like, huh, what's she drinking? A whole pitcher? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just drinking a cake spatter. Um, so, <laughs> yes, I love Jurassic Park. I, I think I've maybe seen this movie like 20 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I've best. probably seen it 20 times a year. Okay. <laughs> like, Good. I... Good. I, I one. Do see this movie a lot. My controversial opinion is I like Jurassic Park. I watch it maybe once every know. 15 years. So you've seen okay. it so, three times? I've probably seen it three times. It's like, okay. And like, that is my opinion of Jurassic Park. Wow. Which is people get mad at me for that one. <laughs> Uh, let's get it started, I mean, but then I have a very okay. fun Jurassic Park story, and I want to hear why Trisha loves it so much. So, okay. are you ready to press play? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On three? Okay. Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. one. All right, Trisha. Boom. Okay. When's, like, yes. the first time you saw Jurassic Park? Um, I think the first time that I saw Jurassic Park, I guess would have been... Oh, gosh. I think I was... Nine? Nine or oh, ten. Oh, did you see it in theaters or no? I didn't get to see it in theaters. My mom refused to take me. Mm-hmm. Like, refused to take me to see it in theaters because she thought it was going to be too, like, violent and scary for me. And um, as someone who saw it in theaters at four, it was. It was Yeah, too of course scary. it would be. Of course it would <laughs> yeah. be. I, the I'm beginning sorry, I'm gonna... is one of the scariest parts. Like, it still upsets me when I watch it. Yes, I know, and it's about <laughs> to happen right now. Uh, and, yeah. and so she, when it came out on VHS, I think she waited a year. Because okay. the movie re- was released in theaters in 93, I think. And then, Yeah, if I was four, it would have been 93. Yeah, and then um, she finally was like, okay, fine, we can rent Jurassic Park and watch it. And I fell in love because when I was a kid, I loved dinosaurs. Like, I mean, what kid doesn't love dinosaurs? Because but, Jurassic Park, I didn't love dinosaurs for a while. But then I. <laughs> that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> what, was, I, it, was it your theory, Vitae, where like kids either love dinosaurs or cars? Oh, like, okay. It's, it's animals and dinosaurs bleed into that or cars. And it's like um, the very like testosterone. Okay, so I babysit a lot. And I feel like the really testosterone young boys love cars and then the rest love animals and and dinosaurs and those are the two oh. and you don't teach them that it's something that's innate and they know those are the only two genders <laughs> those are the only two genders, the yeah. only two genders. <laughs> dinosaurs cars 
dinosaurs, cars, slash animals. Slash animals. Yeah, um, well, I was big into whales as well. I get that. They dinosaurs live in that dinosaur whales were realm. Huge. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, did you go? I was big into space. I was like a big space kid. You like space? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you space yeah. is great. <laughs> but how old were you? Because I'm talking about like one and a half year olds. Oh, then animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then when they get like to like three, then that's different. But I'm talking about like it's something yeah. inside of them. No parent teaches them that. It's like some kids, they see a car, they go nuts or they see like a dog and they lose it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy too because you think about space. I feel like at one point every kid get like I feel like there are phases. It's like animals, dinosaurs, cars, space. And like those also on all those when we were kids, you put those on your little card where they're like what do you want to be when you grow up i feel like yeah. mine was like actor paleontologist doctor <laughs> marine biologist <laughs> i wanted to be jack hannah so i wanted to be an actor on tv but i talk about animals <laughs> that's <laughs> just incorporate I, everything I love marine, <laughs> marine biologist is such like a weird thing that like every kid wants to be it and if i think about the actual job of marine biology it sounds very boring and kind of gross mm-hmm. okay so this part of the movie is so scary and as a kid i st- really did not understand what was going on and it's so oh, interesting it's terrifying. i think I, I only started to get conscious to what was actually happening in jurassic park when i was like 15 like all the times that i had watched yeah. it before then i did not really understand stuff like Samuel L. Jackson's character, uh, Newman from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I did not know what oh, yeah. that storyline was about. Right over your head. It was just more like, I love that we get to see these cool dinosaurs that look like they're real. And also they added the kids. The kids were never in the book, but they added the kids in the movie so that uh, kids would like the movie better. Oh my God, guys. Last night I, I recommended this documentary that's on HBO right now. And it's produced by my boy, Bill Simmons. I talk about him a lot on the podcast. But anyway, so um, I love Bill Simmons. There's a, a documentary called Showbiz Kids, and they interview like 10 of them, 10 people like Evan Rachel Wood, that guy who passed away last year, Cameron Boyce, uh, the guy from Stand By Me, uh, the kid from mm-hmm. E.T. And let me tell you, they're all pretty unhappy. <laughs> like, don't know. <laughs> maybe don't let your I, as you watch it, you just think like maybe children shouldn't be allowed to act. Like maybe I mean, he can be like, like a, fifteen. Is it like an Epstein documentary? No, too, it's not at it, all. Or? It's very only one, mm, two people talk about sexual abuse. The yeah. rest is more like they have a profound unhappiness inside of them that was kickstarted by being because they're not talking about being like an actor. They're talking about the fact that they were like movie Famous. stars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the kid, the the guy from Stand by Me. He's like very unpleasant. You could tell like mm. he take, he just takes himself way too seriously because he's also right. was on Star Trek and he was Wesley on that. And then everyone oh, hated yeah. him on Star Trek. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, no, no, no. I've listened to that guy on uh, on podcast and I'm like, you are a dick. Yeah, he, he he's comes so off really high bad. on his own supply. Yeah. yeah. Which character yeah, from off- Stand By Me? The main guy? Like the main obviously guy. not River Phoenix, guy. but. No. Okay. And River Phoenix. Oh. A good act. So after I watched the documentary, I immediately watched Stand by Me. I just had to. Uh, you have to. You must. So good. Yeah. It's such a good movie. It's perfect. So good. I'm always surprised how short it is. Like in my head, it's, it's such a long minutes. movie, but it's like 80 minutes. But it's yep. got so many storylines going on. I'm just like, ah, oh, it must be two hours. It's yeah, so and good. it really keeps like moving, and the characters are so good, and you just get so into it. 
And like, why did you choose that movie, Trisha? God, dude, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, because I love movies. watching Jurassic Park. I chose a lot. I, I, we could it was watch hard anything to and I'd be happy. I, I love all movies and all movies like from the 90s, basically. <laughs> that is, you 90s. come to the right podcast. <laughs> like, we are nostalgic. Like that, okay. Yeah. Sorry. What the nostalgic. Saying? Yeah, it's nostalgic. I was like, they're just all so good and we grew up with them and they, like, especially this movie for me really influenced my taste like in film. I love anything Spielberg does. From the moment I saw this movie and E.T. too before that, but I wanted to be Spielberg. I was like, I'm going to make a movie about dinosaurs. I got I to gotta be honest. How are we feeling about Spielberg 2005 on? Uh, he did one I liked, didn't he? I mean, he's what's it called? The one the one about the Israeli. Um, oh, yeah, yeah Munich. Uh, Munich. Munich. Munich is yeah. good, but it's flawed. It has 10 yeah. endings. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think he he said a really great thing in an interview that he was like, when I was younger, he wanted to do all of the movies that he wanted to do when he was a kid. So like dinosaurs, aliens, um, <laughs> like anything <laughs> that, that like so had bad. to do with the imagination. And then he said as he got older, his like interest changed and he had more of an interest in like historical pieces. So I feel like he maybe lost his imagination a little bit well, in doing it or he already did all of the things he really wanted to do. You know, we were, I, I forget, did I talk about this? On the, I think I talked about this on the last t- podcast that we did, which was, you know, everyone just has a pr- focus prime and, you know, ki- even killers, even murderers, they have like a prime and then they lose it. And so like <laughs> maybe he, he just yeah. had this time. I mean, look, to go from Jaws E.T. Um, then he did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List within a year of each other. Yeah, that's yeah crazy. Yeah, and he's and so before that you've got Indiana he's, Jones I, and the and the color Indiana purple, Jones. Yeah, that's what it was. Color Empire of the Sun, Amistad. Like there are these movies that you're like these are in his first two movies, Duel, which was his very first film yeah. that he ever did, which the, was the, made for the, TV. The car movie. Yeah, the one yeah. where the truck chases the man, and it's so good. Like you actually, you actually see this car as a villain, and he, and he only has like two main characters: the main guy and the truck. And you never see who's in the truck; it's just the truck. And then his movie after that was the Sugarland Express with, um, with uh, uh, oh gosh, Kate Hudson's mom. Shit, Goldie Hawn. Oh, was Jaws after that? Pardon? That was Jaws after that. Am I wrong? No, it was Sugarland Express. Then it was Jaws, and then okay. Close Encounters. I think was after Jaws. Guys, yeah, this, yeah. this kid. So this is one of the great scenes. I mean, actually, to be honest, I feel like every scene is one of the great scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. But this kid, I, I've been rewatching Glee because of Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, recipes. Uh, this kid was on it, and you know what? He's not much taller, and he doesn't look much different than he does. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I feel like his kid kids looks like a, a full adult. He does. He looks he's like he has a he very distinct. Like Josh Murray. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he does look a little bit like Josh Murray. Like if Josh, Josh Murray were a kid. Yeah, Josh Murray's uh, like Facebook profile picture for years was was yes. that guy. That's so funny. Josh should, should know amazing. that. We so like tell him. the way they set up the story is so good. So within the first few minutes. You know exactly how everyone feels about everything. You mm-hmm. know that he has a problem with technology, and you mm-hmm. know that he doesn't want kids. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, and they don't say it. They just, like, he just hits the screen and they make, like, a joke. He's not yep. whatever compatible. And then he's rude to a child. And yeah. it doesn't seem, <laughs> it, it doesn't seem rude. And then you're going to have, um, what's his name? Hammond? Yeah. 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 Her- Mr. Hammond, Hammond. Come in. Uh, and he's going to be like, John Hammond. And he's going to be all like, I love technology. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, like children. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he gets to the uh, point where he's like, "Robo children, yeah, my favorite time. dream." <laughs> I love children, and yeah, and you you see that very shortly after when they're on the island, and he's like, "Ah, my our intended audience." Yeah, I love this part, and they they just say the themes immediately. So everything about this movie that is so wonderful, it's it's <laughs> one of those things that only movies you watch as a child happens. It's mm-hmm. it's um uh, what's the word? Like it's palpable or it's. I can like taste it and feel it. What's that word? Yep. Um, I get it. Like it, it's um, tactile. It's a tactile experience. Tax- yes. Yes. And, textile. Yes. And so like when he pops the champagne, like I remember that as a kid, even how he talks, how he like, yeah. like hoo or whatever. Yeah. And he's about to hop up on the counter too. Yeah, and yeah. it's like in a very distinct way because he's just so sweet and also not knowing who he is, and they're like, who's the asshole? And they're like, this is actually John Hammond are uh, giving us He's a lot of money, this man. immediately lovable, too. You just know, yeah. like, I love this man, he's a good person, and I want him in my life. Yeah, and that actor, I guess a couple years later, played Santa Claus in Miracle on 34th Street remake. That's so funny, because Steven Spielberg, I didn't, I didn't realize that he did that. Steven Spielberg had to, like, convince... So this is Attenborough. This is Richard, the brothers, the guy that does Planet mm-hmm. Earth's brother. Uh, he's just, he's solely a director, and Steven Spielberg like had to convince him, and and he's like one of Steven Spielberg's mentors. Wow, I and didn't know so, that. Yeah, did you? Have well, you ever he, seen made, he made a lot of he made a lot of nature stuff as well. Did he? Or okay. produced a lot of nature stuff, and then um um, he produced. Sorry. Uh, and so it's like kind of ironic that he's like the guy who makes the uh, dinosaur mm-hmm. uh, 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 park. Is like kind of a really joke. He's just he's perfect. perfect. Like everything. And I love that him. he's always dressed in white. Like there's such a like almost like he's supposed to yeah. be cr- treated as like this angelic kind of character as well. This like we're supposed to really trust him. Yeah, immediately. Uh, he also I mean, dresses I, I, like later I think in also, life, Alex Tindall. <laughs> yeah, I think also it's like he's he is Spielberg's kind of living the dream of any filmmaker or whatever, where you just cast the people you want in the roles mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I wanted, th- like, I wrote, like, like a, I saw this, it's like, oh, this is my friend. <laughs> That's <laughs> this the guy. Yeah. I want to like, cast him. Whereas well, like anytime you've written anything, you, I, I, I know that I do it too. Like sometimes I was like, oh, this is just this person and yeah. it makes the writing a lot easier. I just Absolutely. steal their whole thing. It's great. Well, like it's kind of like when in, in Godfather part two, when um, Lee Strasberg gets to play, oh my God, mm. the um, Jewish mob head. I forget his name. The yes. famous name throughout the thing. Anyways, so it's like Al Pacino's mob mentor in the movie is actually his acting teacher. Like, when you get to that point, it's not fair. You can't... No one's going to make as good a movie if you can do shit like that. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> also, in these first... Like, I get, I get, I get no, that when I'm just doing sketches where I'll, like, take a sketch from <laughs> Sketchersons and have written it for a person. Yep. And then, some, and, like, have Connor Lowe doing it. And I'm like, oh, you're good, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And, yeah. and then, like, vice Plus versa, like, I'll bring a public work sketch to Sketchersons and I'll be like, 
Come on, Colin. Do it. Do it in an Australian nothing, accent, like Callum. There's nothing yeah. more disappointing being in the Skechers and, and writing a part specifically for one person, and then the head writer being yeah. like, uh, "We had to recast," and you're like, "Uh huh." And you're like, "No, no, no, no! It's written for them. It's written for them." It <laughs> they won't hit the always, right things. It's almost always never the big character. It's whoever you choose for the straight person, and you're always like, "I know." Ah, no, that's not. Yeah, and you're like, "No, no, no, no! I need this person." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is also a very tactile scene, I would say, though he like sprays oh, yes. the whip shaving cream, not whipped cream. Yeah, the shaving um, cream over top of the food. And also the way they set him up, too, is just this like the way he giggles and so yeah. like evil and conniving and just this like creepy. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things we did um, a Quentin Tarantino movie a couple. We did Kill Bill Volume 2 on the Bad Dog um, show thing that we did. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, um, Quentin Tarantino intakes a lot of media and it's very obvious what are his influences. And it's like right. Steven Spielberg read comic books and mm-hmm. it's apparent. <laughs> He's kind of like if Joseph Campbell made movies, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> he read um, every comic book. A thing about this scene, uh, the Barbasol, bar, like Barbasol paid so much money to make sure that it was barbasol that they used and right. not like some other shaving cream or some other like crazy uh, uh, circular product but barbasol is like only makes shaving cream i feel like anything else you would use would be like gillette or something that like has their toes mm-hmm. in other fields but yeah. well, like barbasol paid money to as like a large-scale ad effectively mm-hmm. that's crazy i mean best that's- ad ever Best at yeah. truly, but also, but also they're kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, you're like these are the bad guys though. <laughs> yeah. Now, Laura I love Dern this scene. Yeah, Laura Dern is perfect. Is so lovely. Except I will say this: when I was dating Greg, uh, we were talking about like who was our like big crushes, and he was like mm-hmm. Laura Dern, and I was like, she's. I would <laughs> never look. I, I get really mean about actors on the show sometimes. <laughs> Please, she's stunning, but for like for her to be your like big crush i was just i was surprised i mean i I also think i love i think i love what i love about laura dern and especially in this movie and especially when she was a bit younger is that she's so natural looking like there's nothing about her that makes me feel like she's fake like watching her in in this movie like very earthy and like somebody you could meet in real life and be like, oh, okay, like you're a real person. (laughs) You know what? That actually might be what it is. There's like a couple of reasons why you get crushes on people. And and one of the reasons is like, I could get them. I could get, I could get get with that person. I could (laughs) could pull pull, Laura Dern. I could pull Laura Dern in. But you know what I realized? I think she was naked in a movie. And I think like a lot of men choose who (laughs) their crushes are based on like, Whose boobs uh, did they see first on screen? Mm. And I, think I can't I, remember. Isn't she, is she naked in a David Lynch movie or am I wrong? Yeah, she's naked in Blue Velvet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what it is. I'm trying I to truly think of feel more. like on like this episode, I'm just like half remembering things, like more than usual. Like. <laughs> Trisha, sorry, you said something, but it didn't come No, I was going to try to say, I can't remember who the first actress's boobs I saw were. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I don't even know. I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I don't think I don't. The first penis I saw on film. I don't think I've ever really seen a penis on film. And every time I do, I go, ugh. No one wants to see it. I mean, normal people, normal people shows full <laughs> peen. 
and I like it. Uh, I liked it a lot. <laughs> in shame, you see full. In shame, I feel like you see. Oh, of course. Fassbender's penis. You know what? And that might like, have been. But it makes you sad, not not horny. That might have been the first mainstream movie where you saw full peen, and you were like. I would not oh, call shame I know. mainstream. I know the first I mean, thing I ever saw. Okay. No, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, okay. Vite. Oh, mine was. Oh, um, I was gonna. No, you say your thing. You say okay. Your mine yeah, was. Like, Trisha was like, go ahead. Anyway, I'm going to talk. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I'm so excited. I, mine, I think I remember, and it was both peen and boobs, and Go it would on. have been grade six, and it was Whoa. Starship Troopers. Oh, ah, we saw yeah, that yeah, on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, my yeah. mom was really sick and in the hospital, and my aunt mm-hmm. and my cut co- like her her son took me to the movies and I picked that one. And during that time I was really sneaky about what people picked for me to watch because I knew mom wasn't around. <laughs> Oh, so, so I could like, get away. Hard R. R. Yeah, like your mom I snuck. Made you freaking I wait for Jurassic Park. You know, you made me wait, and then I made yeah. them take me to see uh, Starship Troopers, and I made my dad rent wait, me. How old were you? I would have been eleven. Jesus. Yeah, and then also at the same time, I made my dad rent Scream and American Pie for me, and my dad and I watched American Pie together. I'm so sorry. It was. He had a great time. He was loving the movie, like laughing. Well, love okay, Eugene good, Levy. Good, good. Like he loved it. But for me, scarred as a child. Scarred. Yeah, that's kind of good that he enjoyed himself as it was. Yeah, he did though. enjoy himself. But oh I don't think God. we wanted to talk about uh, anything. <laughs> no. I think that's how you. Not the first time I've seen. <laughs> yeah. No. He was like, it was a good movie. Fun. <laughs> but not the first time I've seen a penis, but like on screen but definitely like the first time my youngest brother saw it and um it, at the cottage we, we bought this cottage and had one's like you know big old satellite dishes that like mm-hmm. turn slowly oh yeah the giant black ones it's like often in like rural places to get like tv yeah um we had one of those and that was the way we watched tv and if you had them as they turn it gets all the channels between it because oh. it's like there's like a lo- location for each channel so right. i was like changing channels and there was like between two channels it would for like 10 frames pick up pornography yeah uh between like nickelodeon mm-hmm. and like and like ctv or something oh i know and and and, and in those 10 frames like there's one morning like i'm up with my brother in those 10 frames we just clearly see a woman giving a blowjob oh, oh yeah and uh my brother goes uh my brother's like so young at the time that he doesn't know the words penis and vagina, but he does call them mommies and daddies. Oh. Like all women oh, are mommies, no. all men yes. are daddies. <laughs> and so then he starts laughing. <laughs> he starts laughing so hard. Oh, he thinks this, it's the funniest it's thing the, he's ever seen. This is the part. He's like the mommies on the, the daddy part. and just going is what he kept saying. Oh, God, God, the mommies what a nightmare. Dead. That's really awful. You got to teach your kids the proper anatomy. The I will. I will. He would, he would have been like. He would have been like two. Oh my god! Look at this full. Over. I know it's a it's full beautiful. cartoon. You think it's a uh, cartoon? Trisha. Yeah, Trisha. Yes. Uh, we we saw this with the uh, uh, forty millimeter print at the Bell Light. Yes, we did. Because I saw you there. Yes, we did see and, this. And uh, and I had both Marshall and Chris Levier bail on me, and I <gasps> saw it alone. And um, and uh uh uh. Never one of the things that like with Marshall, <laughs> I know, right? It, it was like when he was like in when he was writing for Drag Race too. So, um, and uh, uh, but like the like the 
the film flicker and the film grain yeah. makes all the special effects look so much better. So much really? it all like blends together. And well, I was like, oh, this is like, I get it now. Because yeah. you always like hear like this is like the most like, like, oh, the special effects blew me away and blah, blah, blah. And then like, I was like, it's a full cart. Like, it's good for the time, but like that. It's a full cartoon. Oh yeah, and then seeing it with the grain and everything, because it all blends nicely. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, I get it, it looks now. Real. Like, well, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. how it was meant to this. be seen. Yeah, they never <laughs> intended this. It was never intended to be seen this way. Because I bet you, even on a VHS tape, it looked better. It yeah, absolutely yeah. does. Yeah. It for sure does. And like, because you can even see now, I can tell that there there's like digital editing in it for this like yeah. version yeah. of of this online oh. version. But then, oh, I know. The music is, is so. I have good. chills. Have you seen that? Have you seen that video where it's like? Have you seen that video Melodica? where as soon as it cuts to this and the, yeah the, and, and and plays like this song, it just hard cuts to someone poorly playing the theme on the yes. melodica. It's so Him funny and so good. Off his sunglasses. Yes. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, I love blah, blah, blah. it. I know, like they're no. legitimately crying in this scene, like. But I think if if you were to see a dinosaur in real life, you would like ball your eyes oh ball. i think it would be like an ugly disgusting cry not this like yeah. delicate elegant thing that they're doing here but also i, I feel I like they're in shock so you yourself <laughs> I, I think you'd be so afraid i don't think it would be like a, even like you'd just be screaming like you'd make a whole scene i bet you know like, it would you, snap your brain like you would you just barf? like get nude for no yeah. reason you would barf yeah. you, people would have yeah. panic attacks like it would uh-huh. not be we, humans were not meant to witness a creature like that in our lifetime no yeah, yeah. absolutely not i would probably stop be shocked and then my brain would be like what does this mean for the world now I would. I think I would have such cognitive dissonance that I would be like, "It's not there. It's fake." Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would full vomit, like like without question, like just like. Well, I think about. Like, I think about if I saw a blue whale because I've never seen a blue whale in real life. I yeah. think that would scare the shit out of me because I have this scare weird the fear of you. like. I don't like things that are bigger than they should be. Like even like a giant mm-hmm. schnauzer. Like this is what a schnauzer is supposed to look like. <laughs> I don't like a giant schnauzer. That's not right. So I. I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, yeah, and it's terrifying. Like, imagine coming like, like nose to snout of a of a big giant whale or a giant brachiosaurus that are like, I don't even know how tall they were. They were so huge. They look like they they look like the size of an apartment building. Yes, that would be terrifying. (laughs) As beautiful as it would be in shock, I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I'd be like, "No, this is we're all this is we're dead now." Yeah, just (laughs) barfing and barfing. Barfing. Okay, so like this is so good that they that they decided to do like this. It's so smart the Mm -hmm. way he narrates things. He's the best narrator in the world. I love Mister DNA. (laughs) Mister DNA. And in the new one. In Jurassic, is it Jurassic World is the new, the not the yeah. new new one, but like the first of the new ones? Yeah. They had yeah. Jimmy Fallon be Mr. I know. And that was I know. <laughs> I know. I was, was hoping not with cool that move. one, I really thought they would have more homage to the original and I thought maybe they would have Mr. DNA. So, you know, what's interesting is I, I liked it because I felt like I was like, you know what? They did a pretty okay job with the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't going to compare it to Jurassic Park because forget about it. You can't. I was just comparing it to Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Mm-hmm. That's what it had to live <laughs> up against. And it's considerably better than those two movies. I think it, yeah, I it thought. was definitely better than Jurassic Park 3. 
I don't. Well, I I still like the Lost World. Um, well, I don't like the Lost World. You don't like the Lost World. I, think I Jurassic like it. Park. I think I think Jurassic Park three is more fun. People give it credit for. I think well, people want a Jurassic Park, but Jurassic Park three is like closer to like almost like a horror movie for some reason. Like, it is because it's like it's it like is. the Blair Witch Project. It's like these yeah, kids yeah. are like you're not allowed to go on that island. They should have made. So the problem with Jurassic Park and why this is so perfect is because it does this thing where it kids love it. But it's for adults, but it's not inappropriate. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. and Jurassic Park three that should have been really scary, but they couldn't mm-hmm. do that because they have to like keep it for the kids. Like, yeah. is but this, they it's not they Disney. did just do it with um, they did just do it with the new Jurassic World though. They made that really scary. Was it? I haven't seen anything past the first one. It's the, the, the the new one is is comically stupid of when like mm. the islands erupting and they're running from dinosaurs at the same time. I was like, yes. this is one of the you know dumbest what? movies I've ever but seen. But also love, now that I think about, Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, but also in that scene when they're running from the dinosaurs, then they break your heartstrings by seeing a brontosaurus like crying yeah. in the in the the <laughs> volcano, like crying, and I was sobbing in the movie theater oh, because no. you know they're all dying. You know all of the dinosaurs just died. Well, it's, also it's shocking. And I we love win. that. <laughs> I love that this like because like Jurassic Park the book is written by um what's his face Michael Can't Crichton. Remember. Yeah, Michael but he Crichton. also wrote Westworld. It's the same story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I just love the idea that he's like. Uh, that like him teaching a screenwriting course and being like, there's three basic stories, man versus man, man versus beast, man versus theme park. Yeah. And then- <laughs> Look, let's just be honest. Michael Crichton doesn't like yeah. technology and he thinks that advancement will kill us all. That is yeah, absolutely. That is every, every single book. <laughs> he every single it. book he, he did. Congo. Um, Congo. Did he- he didn't write the hot zone. No, no, he didn't write the hot zone. The time um, machine. He wrote the time machine. Time is, yeah, time yeah. Machine. Listen, he doesn't want the future, and he doesn't think we should be here. And you know what? Living in 2020, not wrong. Not, wrong, not wrong. Not wrong. He I mean, wasn't wrong. R.I.P. Michael I mean, Crichton. It's funny that we're watching this movie on like the same week that like Disney World opens. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. That is really interesting, and the, seeing those people like be like, uh, "Florida, uh, Walt Disney's open now," and you're like, "But you're you are literally making the world worse right now by being at what is supposed yeah. to be the funnest place." I don't on understand. Earth. <laughs> you would think that Disney has more power than the state of Florida, mm-hmm. and that they would be able to say, "No, we're not opening." But, but I think they could. They I think it's the other way around. I think Florida doesn't want them to open and Disney want to open. No, I think I you're think, right. Disney is more. I think Florida wants them to. I don't think Disney wanted to open. I feel nah. like it may be a mix of both. Like, I think Florida's ready for anything and everything to be open. And I think Disney World is like, well, I guess if the government tells us we can make money now, we will. <laughs> yeah, you'll make. Well, yeah. OK, I love B.D. Wong. I feel like he's not in enough stuff. He is mm-hmm. has like just the smallest part in Father of the Bride, and you just you oh love gosh, him immediately. Yes. Oh my god, Alex, we have to do Father of the Bride Part Two. Sorry, I love so Father of the Bride. They're it's so, so good. Part Two, Part, part two, two is even better. <laughs> part Two is better than Part One. It just is. It, it just, just is. is perfect. They're, the both those movies are perfect. <laughs> Come back. Oh, and this is, I will. Yeah, I love <laughs> this. This is where they so see much. the baby raptor, and it's so I cute. Love and I watch this. 
I'm watching the same scene where he's like, push, come on, come on, push. push. But instead of like a baby raptor hatching, it's just like <laughs> him taking a little shit. Like just a <laughs> tiny, okay, tiny Alex. poop. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Let me get my jokes push. in. Push. Why the people boy, come you're being to show. extra boy today and I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Is it because I demanded? I'm being extra boy. <laughs> Alex was definitely a car guy. Yeah, total car boy. <laughs> No, I love the. We haven't even um, talked about Jeff Goldblum cars. yet. We haven't talked about what? Jeff Goldblum yet? Jeff in Goldblum this movie. because he we, because he's great, but we haven't gone to his true greatness. Which we is haven't gone to his great. Oh what? yeah, or just he, even like his. To me, best. it's funny that he's like the sex symbol of this movie. He's very sexy. He is. I know, but I don't. I guess I don't see it. But I guess. But then there is a part of me that's like, yeah, I guess I can see. Well, here's that, the, deal. the way he's sultry and exudes himself. It's creepy for me because he reminds me a lot of my uncle, but <laughs> he's not. He's not. But He's okay, and now I've given away. Like now, it's now everything I say is going to be gross. But like, he just has like a real chill vibe, and mm-hmm. you just know. Okay, there's a question that we ask on the show quite often, and it's how do you think blank fucks? So the first time yeah. it came up was when we watched You've Got Mail, and it was like, but how do you think Tom Hanks fucks? You know? Oh, yeah. Um, and I think we kind of know how Jeff Goldblum would, and it would be slow, but it would be good. It would be slow and good. <laughs> Slow, it would be slow, <laughs> but like, yeah, absolutely. Like he would, yeah. he would start out really slow, casual, and just like gently, because I feel like he uses his fingertips a lot in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, like he like uses a weird like feeling on my spine <laughs> when you said. <laughs> but he does. If you watch his hands throughout the movie, he uses his fingertips. Of, I think a lot, is, a and so I feel like he'd use he gently caress somebody, and then he would just be like, "I made my point, and here we go." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He'd be all handwork. I enjoy this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somehow you would be like all over the room, but it wouldn't be frantic. It would be like yeah, <laughs> no, and pro- it would be a process. Yes, it would be a process, <laughs> and everything would be carefully thought out. We all, like agree, we all agree that it would too. be a long time, though. Like, yes. we all agree, like... And that's for him and less for you. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, if you finish, he's like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. He's trying <laughs> Call to, like, in make sick you, to like, work tomorrow. trying to make you go, like, like five times, and you're like, three was enough, please. You're stop. like, okay, I, I can't rug- anymore. <laughs> I have rug burn, help. <laughs> please, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. Here's what's so good about... But all good, like, scary movies usually do mm-hmm. this. It shows you something scary at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it really makes you forget about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you almost are just like, oh. You know, it's- okay, have you guys ever been on Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride in Disney World? Yeah. No. Yeah. Off the top, I don't know why they do this. You drop, like, probably, yeah. like, 20 feet or something. And so then the rest of the ride, you're like, when is that going to happen again? And it never does. <laughs> and it never does. <laughs> oh, my it's gosh. Just, you just slowly go by like animatronics. They just, like, they just yeah. give you the, like, t- the tension. <laughs> yeah. And it happens in the pitch black because the, the ride starts. All of a sudden, you're pitch black. You plummet. And then you just sit there and you're like, I don't I don't like this. Because it's See, not because you, you, weren't, you weren't doing. You, that's not right. what you signed up for. That's crazy. That's now the ger- Imagine it was like, it's the small world ride, but in the middle <laughs> is just a loop-de-loop. But that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's the same. You think it's going to be like it's a small world after all because it's the exact same thing except yeah. the theme is pirates. Right. Oof. Instead of 
nations. I don't know what the theme of it's a small yeah, world. Small is. world, we're all connected. Yeah, yeah we're all connected. Yeah, yeah. The Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios, which I don't like oh. rides, but when I went to Universal Studios and I went by myself, I had to do two rides. I had to do ET and I had to do Jurassic Park. Um, and Was on the ET e. ride, I cried. I literally cried. Um, <laughs> ET e. e. is basically like Pirates of the Caribbean, but ET. But you fly. You fly in it Do at one point. Do you fly? Yeah, yeah. So, you with the so you're bicycle? all on like bikes and yeah. then, yeah, you're on the bicycles and then you're like getting, trying to rush and get away from the bad guy so you can get ET to safety. And then all of a sudden you start flying and they show all these like twinkle lights that are supposed to be like stars and the music plays. And it was, it was nostalgic and lovely. But the Jurassic Park ride is similar where you're on, it's a water ride. So you're on a, a boat in a river and then you go through and you hear John Hammond's voice go, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then it opens. Yeah, right. I did too, and it opens, and then you you meet all these dinosaurs, and they play the music, and then all of a sudden you go into like a place where clearly the raptors have gotten out of their cages, and all of a sudden they're coming at you, and you're going a bit faster, and then at the end you're going up and up and up until the T Rex comes out, and then you plummet down into the water. (laughs) I did it twice in a row, and it was so fun. (laughs) See, I I'm really scared of rides, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. always. I like. Had a really shitty first experience. I, the first roller coaster I ever did was right. the Great Canadian Mindbuster or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the wood coaster. She too rickety, and it shook too much. <laughs> and I was too little. I was six, and apparently oh, I was sitting with my mom, and my mom was really scared because I was so light that every time we go down a hill, my my head just go like like this, <laughs> like I had no control oh, no. over it because the wind would take me every time. <laughs> And I think because my mom was so scared that I was like, mm-hmm. me too. I feel like my whole life could have been shifted if she just went, wasn't that fun? And then I would have been like, yeah. yes, it was fun. See, um, that- but I used to love a I log didn't, ride. I didn't, I didn't like roller coasters as a kid that much. But now as an adult, I love wood roller coasters of just the mm. rickety feeling like you're going to die. I'm like, I love this. Like This is no. what I ride for. I go, go to, like a, I'll go to like, a, like a theme park with friends and they'll be like, they're just perplexed by the joy I get. Like I'm just giggling the whole time as it's like rattling <laughs> well, so dangerously. But I also that's so what I do on the last those two. I, I giggle on them because I'm so, I say I do that on, po- I, sorry, podcast. I do that on rides too where I just Ride, giggle baby. because I'm so scared. So I'm laughing the whole time yeah. from fear. I get that, yeah. I get that. This when I get the bikini wax, I laugh the entire time. It's such a creepy <laughs> thing for the woman. <laughs> but it's like such an intense pain that I'm like, yeah, I'm of so sore. So, I'm so I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> but, but I was going to re- say, the last time I went to Disney World, I was in grade seven. I went with my parents mm-hmm. and my sister. And I was like very scared of rides by that point. And uh, I would only, I would look and I'd be like, can a pregnant woman go on this? I'm not going unless pregnant women can. Because I knew that there oh. wouldn't be any drops or shakes or anything. Smart. See, when I was little, You're such the, a wuss. Yeah, such a wuss. I went. <laughs> we went to Santa's Village with my mom and dad and my grandmother, and I was too scared to go on a, a roller coaster. And my grandmother was like, "Look, I'll go first. It'll be fine." So her and my dad oh, went no. on this roller coaster, and my grandmother got off, and she was white as a ghost. And ever since that day, her head shook. <laughs> Like, I think she pulled a nerve in her neck on that ride. And I would, after that, I was like, I'm never going on a ride. That's awful. I love how, like, she tried to help and just terrified you. (laughs) Terrified me. But she used to do that all the time. Awful. She was the best grandmother, but we watched this movie. Oh, fuck. I think it's called The Arrival. (laughs) 
Have you ever seen the movie oh, The, uh, the Arrival with Charlie Sheen and it's about aliens? Yeah. So the aliens no. in that oh, yeah, movie, yeah. the way they walk, it looks like their legs are on backwards. Oh, okay. And like I, wa- I watched, yeah, kind of. And I watched that when I was probably around the same time I watched Jurassic Park because I think it was when my mom was starting to be like, well, we can start to watch little like more adult movies. And we watched that and it scared me so much. And my grandmother used to tease me by pretending that her legs were on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be like, Nanny Black, no, Nanny Black, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I remember the first time I ever saw, like, a big crane was at the Central Park Zoo. And, mm. like, you're you're walking. It's such a small zoo. And you're walking through. And you're like, what's in this section? There's nothing there. And you're kind of looking. And it's kind of like the part where they feed the – they they don't see anything, right? Yeah. And I'm looking, and you just see, like, maybe 30 feet away, like, through the shadows, like, a six-foot bird with its legs oh. walking backwards. And it just kind of walks back and then stared and kept oh God, going. No, thank and I you. think about that. Yeah, I think about that always. It kind of reminded <laughs> me, like, in that movie Signs, when the alien walks and they catch it at the <gasps> mm-hmm. birthday party. Oh, you know yeah. what? I friggin' loved Signs. Yeah, me that's too. A, that, that's the hottest take in it. What? <laughs> Loved signs. Joaquin Love Phoenix signs. was so funny in that movie. Loved signs. Trisha knows. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. This is the hottest take. That's like we did the Hamilton King uh, King of Staten Island episodes, which had hot, hot takes, takes in them. Lots of hot but takes. This, but th- this this take is hotter than anything we had in there. <laughs> is signs bad? I would watch it on this I, podcast. I wouldn't remember why I. Lo- I think I've seen it like three times, but like ten years yeah. ago or whenever it came out. Yeah, I loved all of M Night Shyamalan movies until. Until, no, I even liked like I mean, Lady in the Water was just different. I liked the village. I even liked the happening. I'll tell you. I'll say I liked. I I had a fun time watching the happening. I I liked Act One of the Happening, where they don't know what's happening. When they don't know, is actually I was like, this is very fun. Like, well, and it's a fun premise. Yeah, I also the first time I ever saw this kid, we were supposed to watch a movie in elementary school. And it got canceled. So I made my parents rent it for me. And it was the worst experience I've ever had watching a movie. Oh. It was called The Cure. Have you ever seen The Cure? And it's yes, with this I kid and Brad uh, Brad Renfro. And this kid Brad has Renfro, AIDS. Yeah. He has AIDS in the movie. <laughs> and it is the most heartbreaking film I've ever seen. He's really good. Like, you know, watching that Showbiz Kids documentary last night, mm-hmm. you feel bad for the kid in E.T. because... You work with Spielberg on your first go. No yeah. other director is going to be as good. And they were showing some like behind the scenes. And Spielberg's just so kind. And mm-hmm. you could see how he would like put the kids at ease. Even he'd like put a hand on their shoulder. Or like you just could tell he had like he has a good thing with, with kids on set. Yeah. He, well, I mean, that, also like all of his early movies are like about uh, either like abandonment from mm-hmm. like his father or about like people being good parents, like either wish fulfillment or like catharsis about like, uh, like parents not paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. So that it makes sense to me that like he as a person is like, I'm going to give these kids so much fucking attention. Dad. If you're going to have a kid in your movie, like, you know who else was kind of like that, even though they weren't like kid kids, but they were young teens was um, Judd Apatow. That's why he works with all them. Cause he's like, look, Seth Rogen dropped out of high school. I'm going to take care of this person. And that's, yeah. I, above and beyond, to be honest, but also yeah. can be done. And I think it's advantageous. 
Absolutely. And you see that, you hear that a lot from Spielberg movies about working with kids. And he always gets really good takes out of the kids, too. Like in Close Encounters, a little boy in that was so comfortable working with Spielberg that they usually only had to do one, maybe two takes with this like four year old kid because he was so good. I mean, I don't know if this is true. I'm pretty sure I had read this that Drew Barrymore thought that E.T. was real because Mm -hmm. the puppet would talk to her in between takes. And so she thought, like, he got this four-year-old to feel so in it and comfortable Mm -hmm. that she's like, yeah, this thing exists. Like, that's a big deal. And and she wasn't scared of it. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can tell in E.T. that they loved E.T. Like, you can tell, like, you can see it in their work, too. (laughs) It's Drew Barrymore, my God. But apparently the first thing she said to the kid was... um, how many movies have you done? And he's like, oh, this is my first one. She goes, I've done four. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No big deal. Off to the club no to do deal. some cocaine. <laughs> Jesus. Because she was so young, right? When she was an alcoholic, when when she was doing Firestarter, like right? Yeah. yeah 11, God, 9, I think she started thing. drinking. Oh, my God. That's insane. Her That's mom, a crazy her, story. Her mom took her to the clubs. Her mom used her to get into the clubs. And like, ew to the clubs. Ew. Ew. That would be like so cool. We got Drew, we got nine-year-old child star Drew Barrymore in our club. (laughs) You ever seen, you ever seen E.T.? She was (laughs) a little kid. The girl from E.T. It's gross. But you know what? That's literally what it's like. Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, Here we are. I love what I do love about this movie and we kind of breached on it earlier, but the slow burn of like us being terrified at the beginning and then nothing happening and it building this tension to the because, you know, what's going to happen, but it's building this tension in such a slow pace that and it makes the movie so good and it's entertaining and, and you doesn't he feel like it, you're waiting too long. Nope. He does it with Jaws, too. It's like end close encounters and you're on this like. A wonderful See, journey. Now, Close Encounters, I've only seen when I was like 11. And right. I, I could counter that they did take too long. Okay. we were waiting <laughs> for those aliens. I mean, we, we were waiting. waiting. Oh, my God. Get to those <laughs> friggin' aliens. Maybe <laughs> rewatch it as an time. adult. Maybe rewatch it yeah. as an adult because <laughs> it is a really, really good movie. <laughs> I, I Again, like I don't think I dislike Jurassic Park, but I just kind of find it like... Like I don't think it's bad. I just think it's like smooth, mm-hmm. and, well, and I don't think that makes it bad. It's just, it's just not a thing I just want to rewatch. It's just like okay, yeah, like it's fine. We cracked, like, we cracked this code during. Our, we we yeah. learned a lot yeah. about ourselves. Alex doesn't like mainstream, so anything that's too mainstream is fair. It doesn't pass. His- I don't. I don't think it's mainstream. I think it's just like if it's too smooth, I get like when I watch it, I like judge it, but I, I don't like rewatch okay. it. I don't like idolize it. Right. But like. <laughs> But I think you're right. Like, <laughs> I, like Vita is right. Like, Alex don't like mainstream. Um, like but mainstream. that's okay. I mean, like blockbusters. See, and that's what I'm all about. I love mainstream, but I do love indie too. Love like, mainstream. I love. I just, I just think I, I love movies in general. But I love a good, like, I think that's why I love Spielberg so much is that I love a good just blockbuster. Anyways, okay, so I think I've told this story before on this podcast, but it's Mm -hmm. apt for Jurassic Park. So I guess seven years ago, Jurassic Park came out, Jurassic Park IMAX 3D, Mm -hmm. and I was seeing, do you remember that guy, uh, Brian Mancini? 
That name yeah. sounds familiar. Do you ever know him? He was someone that I lightly knew at Second City. And he asked yeah. me on a date. And he said, do you want to go see Jurassic Park? Because he had a Jeep. Like one night he drove me home in like the Jurassic oh, Park Jeep. I realize where I know the name Brian Mancini from. From the story? Yes. <laughs> I wish we've told it on the podcast too. <laughs> Listen, I feel like it's maybe that's how stories. I know it. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of the great stories of my life. Yeah. And uh, he picked me up with that date with all of the stuff off. Like it was like a Jeep. It was like we were like riding in a convertible version of a Jeep Whoa. and uh, pl- blasting the music. And then I was like, <gasps> this guy's going to get laid. And, so <laughs> then we, <laughs> and then we watched. I, uh, and then he had these big, like big gulps or whatever. And we mm-hmm. like filled it with um, uh, fucking rum. Booze. And then we watched <laughs> IMAX Jurassic Park and it was That sounds like a pretty like, good you know day. What? Yeah, like nothing actually like went far with him at all, but it could have been a great love story if he just kept doing shit like that. Yeah. Every time you go to see a movie though, he just blasts the the, the, the soundtrack yeah, no, in no, the car. Just, no, 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 he just blasts Jurassic Park. Like, Every he's, time? Like, he does it, like it's just the concept of movies. <laughs> Every movie, he gets really into the theme and it really doesn't make sense near the end. I love him. I love him. Love you heard it here first. I loved him. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. It's pretty, I guess, if, if anyone out there is looking to get with Vitae, just show up in a Jeep. <laughs> Blast Jurassic Park and your gold. Take her to any movie. It doesn't movie. have to be no. Jurassic Park. It just was a very, it was like a hot summer night. Mm-hmm. We watched it on the IMAX 3D. And we made out in his car. Okay. Um, I feel like it's a little, like when I was younger, I had a crush on that, on Lex. Oh, did you? I think, I think so, when yeah. I was younger, I had a crush on Sam Neill and I didn't understand what it meant. That's but fair. I, mean, I, felt safe. I also for sure had a crush on Laura Dern. I feel like I had a crush on like everybody that was a woman back then because I didn't understand what it meant. <laughs> I think you really understood. What I it think meant, I really though. understood what it meant, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, she was also the girl who plays Lex was in. Um, do you ever see the movie Angus? Oh my god, I forgot no. about that movie. Do you ever see this the movie is like Angus? I can see the VHS yeah. tape cover at blockbuster yeah and he's in like a I, blue I prom suit this at all. like kind of like a loser kid yeah, he's like larger kid who's like everyone makes fun of and she's the popular yeah, girl yeah. at school and she they end up going to the prom or whatever together <laughs> and you find out that she's she actually has spoiler. i think it's sorry big spoiler coming up but you find out that she has like <laughs> I think she has bulimia or anorexia or something, and it's like all about like body issues and stuff. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> you know what? I gotta watch this Angus movie. I remember it very clearly. Me Angus, too. not a good, Angus, not a good name. There, I know, not a, not the perfect name. I think they could have maybe thought of a dip, better working title. <laughs> 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 Look at this, eh? Look at how he's walking like a catwalk, baby. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I I love Jeff Goldblum and everything. Like, oh yeah, he's, he's perfect. He's always he's Jeff Goldblum, but he's great. Yes, he's the best. Have you ever heard him on Conan O'Brien's podcast? No, no. is he good? Do yourself a favor, because he gets real sexual with him immediately Ooh. in a very like sincere way, and it's so funny. I love it. I love the idea of Jeff Goldblum getting canceled and fully not understanding what it means. Yeah, like just him was, being like, "What?" Like close. He said, "I can't remember what he said." He said something bad. 
Oh, no. Like, but it wasn't like, like, he didn't do it. Right. He just, I saw, like, I, backed somebody's stupidity. He was on Drag Race, and he was just, like, brings the whole thing to a halt to be like, so where does your penis tuck in? And, like, like keep it all in the show of him, like, bringing Drag Race to a grinding halt. Oh, no. Of this season he was in? Uh, maybe last season. Recent. No like, like, very but recent. I'm not surprised. RuPaul is not... He mm. needs to watch Disclosure and figure out why that was a wrong question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> like, who wrote the script? Was it Michael Crichton? I think no, no, so. no, it no, was, no. Um, it was adapted. It was someone by, else because um, at the at the thing we saw, the the screenwriter was there. Yeah, he yeah um, he was great. The way he spoke, I, I liked yeah. them. Uh, who was the screenwriter was of Jurassic Park? Was that? I can't believe I missed that. And it was when Marshall was writing for Drag Race, so it was in the fall. I'm actually so disappointed. It was, it was December, if I recall correctly. So Michael Crichton oh, wrote I'm the so screenplay with David Cope. Cope. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And David Coke is like a like journeyman of like Hollywood. Like he's yes. done so many things. So that's many things. what you need, man. Oh like, yeah. I wish that all he wrote Death Becomes Her. Keep that writer away from her. Yes. Uh, oh, he wrote Death Becomes Her. Death Becomes Her. Yeah, yeah. that was what he wrote years. before Jurassic Park. Then he did Col- Col- Carlito's Way and Mission Impossible, oh, the first Mission Impossible, which is the best oh, Mission Impossible. The best, yeah. Snake yeah, Eyes. Yeah, again, you know what? This guy writes proving that genres don't matter if it's a good script because yep. like technically I wouldn't be a Mission Impossible person and like right. what a good yeah. movie that Such is. Such a well, good movie. Uh, what he talked about at the thing is just more like he's like, Oh, I don't think I'm like writing in genre. I'm just mm-hmm. literally trying to write summer action blockbusters. Yeah. Yeah. And he no, does okay. his list is it is very much. And he that. does. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. What does Newman want? He's taking the DNA because he's going to start his own. No, he's, he's selling, selling it them. to someone else who's start, starting his own theme park. Okay. So they're stealing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like these are big like um, story logic that like I oh, don't yeah. follow every time. It's like right <laughs> at the beginning. That's why he gives him the money and he's like, here's how you do it. You put them in here and whoever the big boss man will be very happy. Um, okay. And so, I, yeah, I don't know what their park is going to be called. They just want access. I a part of me feels like it's the same company in Jurassic World who wants to militarize them. That's that's where my brain goes. It's all connected somehow. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The thing about Jurassic World. Okay, I forgot about how much I actually enjoyed that movie because I also saw three D IMAX. And, you know what? Anytime I see a movie three D IMAX. A special special place in my heart. Yeah, even that movie Prometheus. I saw 3D IMAX. I, I, like, I saw oh, it too. <laughs> I liked Prometheus. I like Prometheus. I, I, I love Prometheus. I thought it was, it's it was like it was stupid. It was stupid, but it was like point. Yeah, it was. But fun. it was fun. Like it wasn't like bad. Very yeah. fun. Like Michael Fassbender as a little Peter O'Toole. Okay, yes. so yeah. um, I wrote a sketch where it was a trauma like counseling session where it was a group of people talking about real traumas that they experienced. It's actually very, now that I think about it, it's probably not a PC sketch. But then my character kept talking about like, you know, I went to this theme park and in Costa Rica. (laughs) And it's me just like, freaking out about it. And it wasn't Jurassic Park. It was, it was Jurassic World. Like it's, it's me currently going to Jurassic World. And I'm like, I spent my life savings. It was so expensive to go to this <laughs> stupid park. And a pterodactyl just pulled a woman. 
ripped her out of the <laughs> into the sky. Ripped her in half. And like I'm sitting there at Margaritaville, like having a time. Yeah. And um and then at the end <laughs> at the end you find out that none of that happened and that I went to Costa Rica and a monkey pulled my pants down and that was the trauma <laughs> I experienced. Oh my god. I remember that sketch. I remember that sketch. Yeah. It just sometimes, you know, when you're in the zone, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know. Uh, you know what it is? I, it's so funny to write stuff that you yourself, like, maybe others wouldn't laugh, but I think about that sketch as, like, you know, if all else fails, I know that I'm funny because I wrote yeah. about a monkey pulling my pants down, and that's a trauma. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to shout out uh, one of my. F- uh, uh, Pat Rowan Stewart and Kyle Forsooth wrote, I think, one of my favorite sketches that I'm so mad I didn't write about Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. um, like a guy is like has like a thesis review they gave him a bunch of funding because he claimed he could cure cancer and then he just <laughs> presents um, a portfolio with I found a way to make Jurassic Park Oh. And the guy, and the guy's so mad at him, but also impressed is one of my, like, <laughs> I, I think about that. It's just the two of them on stage. I'm like, this is one of the funniest guys I've ever seen in my life. And every time I think like, every time I think about it, I'll text them and be like, I'm so mad at him. Write it. Like, yeah. it's so perfect. Well, Patrick and I, about it and I can't Stewart write is ske- so funny. Oh, he's so funny. Like, what's that thing that he does a disaster show horse. He makes you chant it forever. Horse oh, um, something. Um, horse. Uh, no, no, it's uh, Bender's at home. Oh, no, no. Um, There's I wanna, that one too. Bender but is I, I wanna, home of a uh, I want a horse. Like, I want a half horse, half truck. Half horse, half horse truck. Like, and he makes you say horse truck. So he goes horse. Like he holds the, the mic yeah. to the audience. and goes yeah. horse, truck, horse, truck. And he does it for 17 minutes. Like you get exhausted at how many times he says horse truck and it it does that cycle of like, this isn't funny anymore to this is so funny. It's it's the most (laughs) confident bit of ever I've ever seen. And he like, uh, and like now it's like heightened to like, he'll get someone to go to the bar and get him a drink, bring him a drink and he'll try to drink the drink between saying horse. And like, like, like that's how long he's doing it. Like someone goes to the bar, buys him a drink and comes back with a drink. Oh my God. Well, so we, we, we all horse. know the story. We all know the story of, of a couple of things in this scene. Oh yeah. The but, way that oh, yeah. the water glass, yes. it could not figure out how to make that yeah. ripple. Yeah. And then one yeah. day the special effects guy was playing the guitar and mm-hmm. put his glass on the guitar. So they strung the car. See, this yeah. is why this movie is the best though. Because the, the T-Rex is a puppet. Yeah. And so yeah. it looks real. Mm-hmm. Triceratops was a puppet. Yeah. And and that they do shit like that, and that the T Rex's mm-hmm. thing is just a dog, <laughs> like a dog bark that's yeah. Demented. Well, it's a dog, isn't it? Also, like it's got a bit of um, I don't know which one it is, but some of them have dolphin in them too, or whale or something. Oh, yeah, I, that but was walrus. This I love this part where and she's like, "What is? This? Where's the goat?" Boom. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is this is the best part of the movie. This is where it like it's, gets so good. Well, it's so good. And turns. this is as so a four year old, I remember turn. I remember fitting inside of mm-hmm. under like the, the the movie seat chair. Like it was so scary. Yeah. I couldn't hide further enough. Of oh, course. it's so good. And just it's it's uh, it, I'm just gonna point this out in like a screenwriting class this happens exactly halfway through the movie yeah. like oh, like um, like almost like it was written by a screenwriting textbook yeah <laughs> it is it literally well, is it's a it, we're at an hour yeah. like there's an hour and three minutes left so yeah it was yeah, two yeah. hours and six that's minutes that's the editing too though you know yeah. the editing is yeah, yeah. Is so tight 
when you oh, gotta yeah, go, you gotta go. <laughs> and he's like, when you gotta go, oh, you gotta great, go. What a great, um, like, yeah, the lawyer's the coward, and he, mm-hmm. leaves, and he left of us. Of course. He left and us. the difference of the two cars, too, like having the kids just in one car with the lawyer and him being so scared and leaving and leaving yeah. the kids, and then having yeah. the two calm guys in the back being like, okay, everything's fine, but also the one guy who hates kids, <laughs> and the yeah. other guy yeah. loves it's kids. Perfect. It's, it's, uh, it's truly perfect. It's perfect oh, film. it's perfect film. But also, like, it's going to make me sound crazy, but doesn't that T-Rex, like, it's, like, sexy. Like, it's, like, it's good, you know? Like, yeah. Wait, what? Sure. Wait, no, what? no, that makes you sound sexy. crazy. No, it's, like, a sexy, it's, like, a like, sexy puppet. Because this scene's yo, 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 so Vite, well Vite, done, Vite, it's Vite, sexy. Vite. But Vite, Has it been Vite. a long time for me? <laughs> you, I don't know. Vite. Yeah. But how's that Do T-Rex fuck? Do I live at my parents' house right now? But how's that T-Rex fuck, Very yeah? Very <laughs> also, I just want to say in these in these shots with the kids where they're being attacked, you can very clearly tell sometimes when it's the um, stunt doubles. The puppet? No, the yeah. stunt oh. doubles. So, like, there's going to be a part where they are going over the wall, and you can very much tell that Lex isn't Lex. <laughs> She's a full She's woman. A full, adult, <laughs> full woman. Like... There's a couple of times in the movie <laughs> where you're like, "That's yeah, not damn, a- that kid is thick." <laughs> I mean, like, sorry, Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill are the bravest men on earth. Like, they're characters for them to, like, look at that and be like, mm, I'm going to figure out a way to win. I'd be like, yeah. bye-bye, kids. I die, too. Okay, good night. <laughs> Immediately throw up. Like. <laughs> they do throw up. The kid in the tree goes, I threw up. I threw up. I know. I would to Jesus. It's the most, ter- it's the most traumatizing thing that could happen to you. <laughs> oh, my God. A dinosaur yeah. back then, from the dead. So the... So my friend, when I was like five or six, had this on like VHS and he would tell me about this part, but we'd get too bored by the time it showed mm-hmm. up because we're like <laughs> five and six and like jumping around. So I never saw it till I was way older. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> too scary when you're five and six. Oh, yeah. You well, really so the like... beginning happens. We're kind of like, all right, like, it's scary. And then like, it's a lot of talking that we don't care about nor understand. It's kind of like get bored and like yeah. drift away from it. Oh, yeah. That- so, like, here's the deal. Like, dinosaurs just want to eat. Is that why? That's their thing? Well, they're, like, Look, especially a carnivore one. Like, you think about, like, lions and tigers. Like, they have to eat, I guess. <laughs> wait, or- wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Because I, I had the thought of, like, imagine, like, like, a dinosaur that doesn't know humans exist. Like, I want to know what it tastes like. I had the thought of, like, at this theme park, would they serve dinosaur-based food? Like, would they oh. serve, like, a T-Rex steak? And if they did, would you eat it? And what do you think it tasted like? I'm, like, Why so they, psyched at the idea takes, of trying to eat took, a dinosaur. But it took so long to make these dinosaurs. Yeah. Why are you going to kill and eat them? To you taste know? it. I, think, I would love... Do you try to tell me you wouldn't want to taste a T-Rex? It would just eat a, eat a I, lizard. I think it would I think taste it would be, like, really chewy. There's, like, no fat know? on them. It, you, I don't know. I you guys are telling me, aren't they blue blooded? It would I, not be. I a tasty hate this meat. response. It wouldn't be. Very, I wouldn't hate be this good. response from you too. I just don't look at animals and think, mm, "What would it taste like?" Like you're being, the way that really? I thought that it was sexy. Like you're being weird now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying. You're I'm not saying that one. no one, no one has tasted a dinosaur. Like that has never happened. I don't think happened, so, correct? but I, I don't know. But I don't think I don't that know, they, they would serve it. Birds, so technically, like you don't serve it. Maybe it's like banging chicken. You don't know. Yeah, but at zoos they don't serve like who they're who they've got at the zoo. Yeah, yeah, you're not having a rhinoceros burger at a zoo. I think maybe I think maybe people would want (laughs) to hunt them. 
So I think that somebody else would create more so that they could hunt them so that places could serve them at like elegant dining and uh, hipster People restaurants. I mean, look, we eat lobsters, we eat ostriches. I'm sure they taste somewhere in between those two things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying that if there was a dinosaur steak, like if some, like you're somewhere, let's say you're at a restaurant, at, okay, Jurassic Park, you know, like Disney World has like the fancy restaurants in Disney World too. You're right. at like the fancy Jurassic Park restaurant and at the bottom of the menu is T-Rex steak for $300. I'm slamming that money down. There's no way in hell I'm not having the T-Rex steak. Like there's no way to cook that without getting ill in some yeah. way. Probably. Wait, can we but I need eat to know. carnivores? Yeah, yeah, all the time. We can't, eh? I, well, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if... I don't... Like, who, what... I mean, what carnivores Didn't, do we eat? Cow eating cow gave them mad cow disease, so wouldn't eating something that eats you yeah. kill you? That's not how it works. It might be. <laughs> like, turkeys eat, We don't like, know. Yeah, we don't know. Turkeys eat, like, rodents and shit, people. and we eat... To- we, we don't... Rodents. I mean, it could, it could yeah. cause a pandemic or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 Alex. Eat, you're We're gonna already, cause another pandemic. What's two? We already in one. What's second? Like it's not gonna True. change shit. How dare you talk? I, we have not had enough time for that for me to entertain that as a joke. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying we're already in a pandemic. What is a are second we, pandemic? Like pandemics certain, don't multiply. Don't, mm-hmm. Well, we don't know anything oh. anymore, Alex. Everything is the worst all the time. But I was yeah. gonna say, do we know for sure that it was the bat? I don't no, think no. Made up. That's, that's yeah. No, no one knows where it came from. On a bat. No one knows where people. The, the, the bat shit is such like racist bullshit. I'm pretty sure the bat shit is people watch Contagion and just assume yeah. it was a bat. And also, like, di- didn't they say that it could have originated in like Spain or something too? So like, there's no, there's no way to know where it came from, really. Yeah, hmm. there's, it, it really is no way to know, and like, it probably quote originated in China, and that there was an outbreak in China, and China has strong socialized medicine. Yeah, uh, in comparison to a lot of other countries where it could have had the outbreak. Also, like, there is like a theory that it's like there's a virology lab in Wuhan. That's like the mm. major virology lab that in China. That is a theory, but I heard that that holds no water. I've heard that too, but I like yeah. to. Believe and by I heard today I had to write something, and I was reading all that stuff, and there's like zero data that. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. what's his it's, face? The the, the, the old, secretary of whatever, what's his name, Pompeo said. Yeah. I'm, he literally was like, I don't. I just want to say that it wasn't created in the lab, and everyone's like, prove it. Well, and there's going to be like so many conspiracy idiot. theories about any pandemic. Like everyone in. Under under their in their homes are thinking about a million different reasons why we're here and yeah, who yeah. did it and at the end of the day you're like it happened and we were warned that it was going to happen so <laughs> it's true for years um, years we've whatever, been warned we've been warned the, okay so the way that Newman screams mm-hmm. and I'm totally not giving this actor any sort of respect but he is just Newman um, yes. <laughs> Uh, the way he screams is so good. It's like that's like another like tactile thing I remember of. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah. Excellent. I love this scene too, where the, the little baby brachiosaur comes up. We yeah. also missed. We also missed Tim's great joke about. Do you think he saw us? <laughs> what do you call a blind yeah. dinosaur? <laughs> do you think he saw us? I love as this if, baby. Bra- as if he had the strength to pull that grass away from this. Creature the size of a... It's a yeah. baby. Oh, well, excuse, he would just be... Phew, 
thrown from the tree. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah, just like him, like miles away, like like Team Rocket and Pokemon, just <laughs> and then they'd be like, <laughs> and, that's it. and then t- and that's the just like he left us. Yeah. And then the next bite is just a full child, like just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love this. And she tries to reach out for the dinosaur. Uh. It's very Come good. Come up here, girl. God bless you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's you would, so cute. Like, that's the next pandemic that she got sneezed on. Yeah. Yeah. By and, a dinosaur. <laughs> and it gave her something. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead within the next Patient zero. Days. Patient zero. <laughs> Everyone gets it. We just, we know too much now, you know, to fully enjoy oh, yeah. a movie like this. It's true. I mean, and you think about watching them touch each other's face, touch all the faces. It's just, it, you know, it's too other. much. You know what's another really wow. great 90s movie, speaking of pandemics, is uh, Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I remember my sister oh, was man. so obsessed with the Ebola virus when we were kids. She read that <laughs> book, The Hot Zone, and we like we knew so much about the Ebola virus. And yeah, outbreak was a part yeah. of that. Is your sister freaking was it out Ebola about that? Or was it like AIDS specific, I feel? Outbreak was, no, it was Ebola. Ebola. Yeah. Well, it was a well, a, a strain of Ebola, up. made up something or other. Ah, there, there it is. is. There the it image. is. Boom. Jeff Goldblum, shirt off, the way he's posing. You know what it is? I wish I was wearing a button-down shirt so I could explain this more properly, but it's like, it probably opened two-thirds of the way. Mm-hmm. He had to go like this. Oh, yeah. And he probably was like, for continuity, if we have it any less, you won't be able to like keep the continuity. Like, it has to yeah. be open like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that. Like, I wonder okay. if that was his choice or like, if it was like one of those moments on set where they just thought it would be fun. To have him posed like that, like if it was organic or if it was a shot that they had pre-planned. Oh, I wish. I wonder because everything there for sure. This movie was hundred percent storyboarded. Oh, absolutely. I I, th- I think I think uh, Spielberg like I don't think he storyboards everything, but he, he will do like sequences. Like I don't I, mean, I don't think mm-hmm. he does the whole movie. Like like Boon Jung Ho will do like the whole movie in storyboard before does he, he do goes the to whole shoot. movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Boon Jung Ho makes me think like to be an actor in those movies would be rough because you would be like your one piece of the tapestry mm-hmm. that he's creating. I, know I feel like the, you just wouldn't get your time of date with him. The guy who plays Maybe the dad in Parasite is in a bunch of his movies and he like apparently loves working with him. So maybe, I, I don't know, I, I couldn't tell you like like he gets good performances yeah. out of people so like he must be doing Very something. Very disappointed that none of the actors were nominated. You're going to sit there and tell me that the sister didn't deserve mm-hmm. a Best Supporting Actor nomination? Yep. Please. I know. Please, Please Alex. They all, they were all so good in that movie that they, like, yeah. every single actor in that film played their part so well in Parasite. I love that yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's it's, perfect... I want to watch it again, actually. It's on, it's on Crave. It is on yeah. Crave. Crave. At first Canada. I was like, I don't know if I feel like watching it again because I know the journey but now i'm kind of like no i kind of want to know what i feels like to watch it knowing before the twist yeah my 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 hot uh uh if you liked parasite check out boon jung ho's movie mother which i feel like is a a spiritual like jessica chastain no 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 it's a it's a korean movie oh it's korean um uh and and uh oh is it called mother or am i mixing it up with something else hold on because there's a jessica chastain thing where like no maybe it's not 
It's with Jennifer it's like Lawrence. There's like a Swedish movie. Oh, no, no. There's that. Jennifer Lawrence. No, no, yeah, yeah. Mother, Boon Jung Ho, uh, uh, or uh, uh, in, in 2009, uh, I would consider it a spiritual prequel to Parasite. It's a little less on class politics, but if you look at it, you can see it pretty mm. clearly because um, all the stuff kind of is. Uh, but it's like got the like twisty narrative where you're kind of like, oh, who's the good person? Yeah. I don't know, but that's not the point. And yeah, I highly like. I think that that was my favorite movie of his up until Parasite. Yeah. We I gotta we watch. did. Um, you both know Justin Collette. We did a um, yeah, yeah. a musical. Justin that he Collette. Wrote. Sorry, sorry. Hold yeah. on to your thought for one second. Yeah. In that Showbiz Kids movie, yeah, they yeah. talked to a kid that was in School of Rock, and his picture is in that movie. For oh a my while, god! It's a selfie with her and Justin <laughs> Collette, and I was like, Ma, Ma, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> that's in, that's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was that's weird. Wild. It was fucking weird. That's so weird. Well, that's yeah, it was crazy. Weird. I gotta I mean, watch it now. Anyway, so no, I was gonna say he he wrote a musical that I was in, and it was the it was called Stockyard Hurts, and it was about this band's rise and fall to fame. And one of the songs they we they wrote for it was to to, to try to do like that idea of like Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon syncs up with um uh, about that. uh the Wizard, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Oz. And so we did it. We did a song to dr- this scene from Jurassic Park with the the things the Gallimimus is running, and it was like walking on grassy hills. Scene <laughs> change. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. I like that so much. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so this is what I was gonna say about like. Okay, here's what's so good. So let's say this is the heightening part of the story, and mm-hmm. they just keep heightening and heightening and heightening every time you see a different type of dinosaur, and it's always different. They never hit the same beat twice. Mm-hmm. It's always like it, they they parse it out in terms of like scariness. So it's like T-Rex, very, very scary. Then the tree part, scary, but not so bad, but still interesting. Uh, then you get to like this, this part yeah. where it's like, oh, you're kind of far away from it. But that's kind of scary that they witnessed that. And now we're going to get to another truly truly terrifying but it's not over you're hitting different beats whereas like something like do you guys remember pirates of the caribbean part two i don't know if you guys watched that yeah i think so yeah i'll just tell you what about that movie i'll tell you what about that movie there's not one there's not two but there's four times that a thing that looks like a ferris wheel (laughs) rolls down a hill and chases them (laughs) it's like could they have chosen any other item and it just gets I, to the point where it's like, I don't care anymore. That's the only thing that Get rolls. killed by that Ferris wheel thing. Why are there so many things of that in their world? I, I don't so understand. The, the director of Pirates of the Caribbean... Um, Cor Verbinski? Directed the, yeah, he, yeah, he directed The Ring before it. Oh, weird. And if you want to talk about people who fell off, it was everything pre-Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is, I think, really good. Like Even Pirates of the Caribbean 1, I think, is like way better than any right to be. He and, also like, directed really, yeah. Mousetrap, a oh. great yeah. film. Great film. Yeah. Great movie. And then everything after Pirates of the 2, I'm like, my God, did you give up? Like, <laughs> Wow. I, I like this part in the movie where... already um, in this podcast. It's prime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like this part in the movie where she's like, we can get into men versus women <laughs> like later on, old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She also has like her like leg is not doing well. Mm, no. Yeah. There's a part where she like screams and her jaws completely crooked. She's like, ah, me. Oh yeah, she's this like, an, another run. weird hot take. Oh boy. The weird hot take of this movie is I do find her plot, like plot line is what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. of like going to the bunker, coming back, kind of like 
repetitive. I think there'd be a more interesting way to do yeah, what they're trying you to know, do. Yeah, I understand. Which is like why so nitpicky, they separated so them. so nitpicky, so mm-hmm. nitpicky. Because because Sam Neil is the one who goes on a transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Laura Dern doesn't have to change because yeah. women aren't allowed to do that in movies, regardless. Absolutely. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that uh, I don't hate this. But I, it I is definitely the drag very, out of yeah. all the move out of all of it just drag the yeah. hardest. Yes. Because it, it, it really it. just seems it really just seems to be like her whole plot line is to show how scary the dinosaurs are. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, yeah. you can do that by all and also give Laura Dern like more of an arc than yeah. just screaming to screaming, you know? Well yeah, and this is one of those scenes where it's like the first time they like kind of explain something in the movie, like in terms of like they're explaining to her how yeah. to do the schematics and they're like telling her exactly where to yeah. go where it's kind of like I'm sure she could have figured it out on her yeah. own and we just get there and just get to the scary. We don't know anything about her character. We know everything about Sam Neill. Yeah. We even yeah. know everything about Jeff Goldblum. We don't know anything other than the fact that she dates Sam Neill and that she maybe wants kids. And she's good with plants. And that she is a feminist. Yeah. They call it, I just learned, I'm taking a screenwriting course and I just learned this term. It's called lampshading. So it's mm. like, yeah. they're calling out sexism, but they're not doing anything about right. it. Right. Yeah. She has great lines, but she's not proving. I think his thought, though, was the woman is saving the man, yeah. which is what happens. Yep. She's there to save Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if you're comparing it to like the original King Kong, what a step forward. But if you're comparing it to <laughs> even other movies in the 90s. Yeah, like Alien. Yeah, like Alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like way before then. <laughs> Um, Man, I watched like, I watched Alien and Aliens for the first time during this pandemic, and let me oh, tell really? you, oh, ooh, I love it. And let me tell you, oh, I like young Paul Reiser. Ooh. They're so oh, good. Yeah. They're, they're like, so hot. good. <laughs> like Alien One and Two is maybe Alien One and Two is maybe like some of my favorite. Yeah, like, I understand that a- Alien is so good. J- aliens, like they love the James Cameron the second one, like Aliens. Yeah, but yeah. when you watch them back to back. No yeah. comparison. No. Alien is no. like clean. Alien it is kind perfect. of reminds me of like Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a so movie. slow. It's like it is minutes. such a beautifully slow. They build the tension in Alien so well that the whole time you're a bit is, tense. And it's so but well the movie's done. also short. Like it's yes. not like like because I feel really like short. I feel like you'll you'll see movies like that and it'll be so long like slow well, and like build tension well, like but then be two hours. hours. Yeah, no I know, thank yeah. you. You gotta have some sort of See, action. Here's like, another thing. Here's another scary part that's like so different. Mm-hmm. Like now they gotta climb. Now the electricity is coming back. Like they gotta climb the that fence. It's just so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the part. This is where Look the, at this, guys. the raptor. And he did die, Vite, in 1999. Yeah, he died. R.I.P. I love the length of his shorts. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. I love his old vibe. I love his hat. I love everything about this man. I love his old yeah, <laughs> Tilly hat. Love a good Tilly a hat. Tilly hat. You can't go wrong with a good Tilly hat. And he's, and I remember what's, my dad bought a Tilly hat when I was a kid, and it was a real topic of conversation yeah. in our household. <laughs> and what I love what about a ridiculous t- hat you purchased, and it was like a hundred dollars. I there, want there a rocket Tilly hat. Where it was like Tilly hats were just like everyone, like old, everyone above the age of forty-five had them. Had a Tilly like safari. The safari was a big deal in the nineties. That, yeah. that look was real. <gasps> Clever girl. He did the thing that he said at the beginning. <laughs> he did it. He did the thing he said. <laughs> and that's what girl. I love about this is that you're like, even the smartest guy did the stupidest thing. I like, like, look, let's be honest. You know, you spend your life 
knowing how to fight raptors, mm-hmm. you'll probably die at the hands of one. Absolutely. It's you true. play with fire, you're going to get burned. You're going to get yeah. burned. It's the same thing with the rest in peace, but crocodile hunter, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Chances are you're going to get killed by crocodile, I guess, ironically. Well, his was a stingray. He, he did not get killed by a crocodile. He got killed by the one thing that no one dies from. Stingray. Yeah. Stingray. Do you that, do you think the other stingrays like celebrate that stingray or like hate that stingray? <laughs> they Probably love him. He would touch those animals in such an aggressive way that I know was because he was showing like dominance in order to like he had to right. be like that. But also yeah. like leave them alone. I love meeting them at the I went to the aquarium and they there was one that just came up and kept bobbing its little snout so that I could touch it. Every time it was the same yeah. one and I was like, I think we were meant to be together. <laughs> <laughs> you both put your hands out. Yeah. Uh, you choose me. Oh, I choose yeah. you. <laughs> so yeah, cute. I I went to the aquarium in Boston, and everyone was petting the the those guys, and I was like, I would touch for a second and be like, no, like no, thank you, I don't want. <laughs> They're so cute. I uh, see. There's something I, I'm very scared of bugs and like mm. insects, and sometimes that connects like. My friend worked at Reptilia when I was in college, and she kept a tortoise once. Like, she had to bring it home for some reason. It seems illegal. But um, (laughs) I remember thinking, like, yeah, I want to see that tortoise. And she brought it out. And I was like, no. No, thank you. I'm having a reaction that I did not expect. I do not want to see that tortoise. Please leave. Please get it out of here. Also, oh. this this scene with the kids eating all the like great foods, yeah. and then Tactile, another, baby. but another like text like scene, right? Where it's like they're eating, and then all of a sudden, you see her her spoon and her face changes, and you're like, what? Yep. And also, something Spielberg does in his movies too is he almost always shows you the character's reaction as opposed to what they're the seeing thing, yeah. they're reacting to yeah, yeah which yeah. i he was love burned by jaws because the stupid shark didn't work well and he's yeah like, you know what? <laughs> but he also like has it's so it's such a great technique of like you as an audience member are also watching the reaction so you're feeling the reaction as opposed to seeing what they're reacting to i don't know i just yeah. love it it's beautiful yeah point what is it the scene is yeah the scene is perfect it's, this scene is perfect oh. see we were supposed to do Dante's Peak because I'd never seen it and I was interested. But the minute that Trisha said Jurassic Park, I was like, <sighs> "You must, we, we must, we must do Jurassic yeah. Park." Well, I, we I, do- I just watched Dante's Peak recently, and like, I'm like, I was excited to talk about the grandma scene. Like, oh, I was yes. excited to talk about. See, I've never harp- seen it, so I don't know. Oh, it's so, it, I, I love Dante's Peak. Girl. I don't know Wait, what no. it is about that movie. No, no, but- Dante's Peak was the same as Volcano. Yeah. That's what it was, and Deep yeah. Impact, Armageddon, Armageddon. Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. It was a weird time when everybody was coming out with the same ideas. <laughs> I mean, it might have just was, um, been like a person pitched it to multiple studios. And one studio was like, no, thank you. Let's make that right now. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't it Jeff Katzenberg was like trying to like wreck Disney and like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, that's how like Bugs Life and Ants existed. It was yeah. like Jeff Katzenberg left Disney. Was he a double st- agent? Was he selling started- ideas? No, no, he he got fired by Disney or didn't get like the promotion he wanted at Disney. So he started DreamWorks with Spielberg and they tried to like snake um, Disney to market. Hmm. Oh, I think I knew that. Oh, the, the, the yeah, Raptors, he, they're going to open the door imagine? again. And he doesn't scream. At the very least, pee yourself. <laughs> I would shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Just also, Ellie, like, Ellie, the door Ellie, locks. The door locks. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, the door locks. <laughs> We're just not 
being Ellie, realistic. the door walks in a towel. Please. Please, please, We're Ellie. being realistic with how much we would all shit ourselves. Oh, yeah. shit. There'd be shit. Jurassic there'd be Park. puke everywhere. I love a realistic action movie where there's just <laughs> rivers of shit on the floor. <laughs> well, you'd run out eventually. You'd have one good poo. And then yeah, and then you'd be done. Day. It's an action it's an action movie in like a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, the kids, I'm sorry, they were eating. They would have immediately barfed and or pooed themselves. Oh, for yeah. sure. And also oh, yeah. how and now good this is where you find out she's a hacker. She's a hacker. Well, we knew that she was a hacker. They they set it up early in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's now true. she's putting those she's like, skills to use. Also, the, like, her, the, the, I, like the 90s version of computers is so funny. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the beginning of You've Got Mail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah it's so like also, strange sam neil superhuman strength can pull leaves from a brachiosaurus yeah. and is stronger than a velociraptor a lot, i know right i it's just crazy and this kid is smarter than um <laughs> anyone that works in this place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well no i guess samuel jackson could have done it but he was eaten right he was eaten yeah and the whole park we lost all the power so i guess that was the bonus you know, Laura Dern looks like Sigourney Weaver aliens yeah. situation at this point. Why is her hair so wet? No one else's is. <laughs> I guess because maybe no she was sweating so wet. much running up all those stairs. For sure. But like they all should be sweating. And yeah, they, you're then right. they all should have this soaky. Her hair just looks sexy, guys. There's a lot of yeah. sexy moments in this movie that like we don't talk oh, about. They're coming through the glass, which how? How are they coming through the glass? And then this is the part that I'm talking about where you can see that it's a, a stunt double here in a second. Okay. <laughs> you can just wait. It's, it's very I funny. I love how it jumps. I know. Very good core work. Yeah. Oh, I love the shadow. Oh, the shadow's the amazing. Computer. There it is, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. Good. It's such a. This, I want that to be like. This run out of this movie saber. is perfect. It's a perfect run out of a film. It here is, we that's go. That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a run out. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what, what it is. is. Here it is. This is the part. Faster, shorter. Faster, shorter. There Funnier. she is. That's not her. That's not her. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's her not at her. all. That's, that's a full woman. Her. That's a full Look woman. Look how muscular her arms are. Yeah. I know. She had a full, like, <laughs> woman's behind. <laughs> Oh. Man, that child's I mean, thick. Child, that's child, a thick that kid. She has really good muscle retention yeah. for her age. It's insane. That that's my favorite joke. Out. That joke from, um, I stole that joke from what you call it, 21 Jump Street, where like Channing Tatum's in high school and the gym teacher's like, my yeah. God, your muscle development is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, Just, I guess that's, a, oh man, that is not her. But no. uh, uh, I guess that's how that Nor girl got should thick. should it be. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like that's how that, like that's how she got swole. She's been like running around from dinosaurs yeah. all day. That's true. That's true. I think it's also Laura Dern had her hair up for the whole movie, and now it's down. So maybe that's yeah, why it looks curlier and sexier. Yeah. Sorry, she looks very sexy. <laughs> she is very sexy. That, that is like a that is like an action movie trope of like. <laughs> The, the woman gets sexier as the movie goes on. <laughs> she looks on. good. She yeah. looks really good. Think of True Lies with the, Jamie the, Lee Curtis. Oof. I think the most most transparent one I remember is um, Star Wars Episode Two, mm. where like halfway through the movie, she's yes. like she's in like a white like jumpsuit thing, and halfway yeah. through like she gets like attacked in the midriff, it gets ripped in half, so she gets like a bikini yeah. looking thing. Oh. I, <laughs> I also love it in this movie how the 
the T-Rex saves them. Like, yeah. see, now would carnivores eat carnivores? I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Why not? They would. I think they would regard each other. They would nod their heads and then turn on the humans. And <laughs> eat. That's just you. I guess would. we're carnivore too. But also, like animals attack each we're other, omnivore. right? Like, like wolves probably attack each other, and bears attack each other. So, yeah, that's I think true. they just don't like each I other. I just would have really liked it to seem like the T Rex was going to save the day, but instead they just <laughs> nodded like, their heads. Hello. Over <laughs> I would, I would, yes, good day. Them. I like they both try to eat them. Like. Yeah, and the T-Rex is the best. I love that Jeff Goldblum's arc in this movie. People cheered. I remember the the movie experience. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Jeff Goldblum's arc? Yeah, we're making fun of uh, Laura Dern's arc, but Jeff Goldblum's arc is show up, be horny, get hurt, continue to be horny. You know it's what? Like, that would uh, be my arc in any movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Regardless of genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> show up, be horny, get hurt, okay, be yeah. horny. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Yeah. Um, the, okay, the part where they watch the pelican flying at the end, yeah. that was the most impressive scene on IMAX 3D, I will say. Really? How? Yeah, it was really beautiful, uh, and like it's it it was just a really nice. Oh, well, it is beautiful, and um, you have John. Will- we haven't talked about even John Williams' music. Like his score is just the best. Perfect. It's nothing perfect. is better. Nothing is better than John Williams. Nothing is better. He he just knows exactly the part, right moment. The light, just nice, soft. It's the theme. Everyone is well. Not a, a lot of people are dead. <laughs> But a lot of people are safe. Yeah, everyone's just calm. A lot of bodies. Their lives are over. Lives no are trauma. over. A lot of PTSD. Yep. They, like, yeah. You're going to sleep it. for a week. They're done. Yeah, they're, they're done. done. <laughs> they're going to be on medication for the rest of their lives. The rest of their lives. Those kids are over. Over. I mean, that that is the movie that we want to write, Vitae, of the horror movie that halfway through just turns into a very extended uh, movie about, about this, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many movies we watch. See this part. It yes, beautiful it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's like a full circle for, especially for Sam mm-hmm. Neill's character. Would I, you like dinosaurs? There's a reason why we weren't on the Earth at the same time as them. We wouldn't have survived. We wouldn't have survived. Absolutely not. I, would I love to meet a dinosaur? Yes, I would shit myself and then I'd be ready to you pet would, it. Eh? <laughs> no. I'm good. I'm good with never meeting only a only the like herbivores though. Like I wouldn't want to meet a, car- a carnivorous dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could meet a triceratops because I imagine it's what a rhinoceros looks like. Yeah, I think so. Bum, also, can you see like dancing to this song da, da, makes you be like? There's some phenomenal remixes of this song out there. I can see that. I feel I can feel the sway in my upper body. I understand it. Just like a dubstep remix of this for sure exists. For sure it exists. Yeah. There'd be like, no like way. In like, oh, twi- that, in like so 2012, so just like... Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Every boom, inch boom, of this boom, movie boom. is just... I Yeah, I like everything about it. It makes yeah. me so happy. It, I almost want to rewatch it because I feel like I missed... Like it, this was like an appetizer. Where I it's know. Like, I want to. Re- I want to pay attention. Absolutely. It. It. it like I, that is why it's my feel good movie. I put it on all of the time when I'm like going to bed, or when I'm just like hung over on a Sunday. Like it's always Jurassic Park that I put on, or Dante's. I've Peak. taken to watching it around uh, Christmas time, like a New Year's Eve, a oh, New Year's okay. Day. Yeah, that's a good one. Movie. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, I, I, rec- I recommend. I also recommend. Oh, I, I say just listen to this. Watch forever. it. 
I think this might be my favorite movie that we've done on the. Really? That can't be true. I'm trying to think. We haven't done The Shining. The Shining is truly one of my favorite movies. It's a great, great movie. Okay, but Paddington, like, was that was the first time I had seen it. And I feel yeah. like it's not in the same category. And I was so... People had told me that Paddington 2 was good. Like, I had been warned. But I just... I didn't know what they meant. Like, I didn't know what they meant. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen I mean, Paddington. Maybe a Titanic. Like, our first one. Titanic. No, no, no. I like Jurassic Park way more than Titanic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. I was... Yeah. And I, it's funny because there's man. no one in this like yes Jeff Goldblum sexy T Rex sexy Samuel sexy but <laughs> Again, like throwing the T Rex in there is such a weird it's, call. it's an interesting I, choice I can go with the Raptors too but the Raptors are more like feminine sexy whereas yeah. the T Rex is more like masculine sexy okay. like I I, like, God, I love is, them all it, it <laughs> is a joke where like. This podcast is Vitae is horny and Alex is sad, but it is yeah. wild that like you well, t- you turned the dinosaurs horny. You like, did. That you is did. Insane. You took you you were saying a T Rex animatronic dinosaur is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, here's the deal. We talked about how the, I've had a lot of realizations doing this podcast, <laughs> and one of them is like most of my like sexual awakening mm-hmm. and understanding was all through cinema and how I experienced like relationshipy stuff was through movies. Right. Yeah. So watching it was kind of like, oh, that's why I like what I like. <laughs> and so it it gets to a point where it's kind of like like unfortunately that's yeah, that's that's how I developed that side of my brain. Like literally no <laughs> other part of my personality. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like Not I developed a lot comedy. of. I feel like I developed a lot of my romance uh, perspectives from film. Absolutely, <laughs> rom coms were huge yeah. in our everyone, time. Everyone did at some level, like yeah. No, watch that movie Disclosure. Have you seen it, Trisha? I haven't watched it yet. No, I should. It, I, it's on my list. It's extremely good. It's a documentary, and and I know when you hear like oh a documentary about like an important issue, you kind of go like. Eh, maybe I'm not in the mood. It's so entertaining. Oh, amazing. Right from the very beginning. And Laverne Cox is the best person in the world. And it's about trans representation in media. And what it does is it just really explains why representation in media, how, how it shapes your brain. Right. And it makes you, like, understand. And so when you're trans, like, there's there's that aspect, and mm-hmm. that's what it's truly covering. But I think everyone can relate to it. Yeah. Because you just go, like, yep, that happened, like, that's how I was formed. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Highly recommend. Anyway. Well, anyway, Trisha, thank you for coming. Thank you for having thank me. You. Thank you. <laughs> this was the blast. It's, it's also just nice to oh. see you both. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I miss you it's so been a while. Much. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. I see you on the internet, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. It, it'll never. It won't be for a while. <laughs> Fuck. You know what yeah. I miss? Like. So I'll see my friends. I'll go to the park. You know, I'll make like, you mm. know, park hangs or whatever. Yeah. But like, I miss the accidental run-ins that it's like, oh, I wasn't gonna yeah. plan with that person, yeah. and then you just end up having like a lot, or you just know for a fact that if I go to Bad Dog on Saturday, if I go to a comedy bar on Friday, I know yeah. for a fact that I will see those people, so I don't have to worry about yeah. calling or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And. uh yeah, it's so nice. I miss you. I miss you. Trisha. <laughs> and Jurassic Park makes me very emotional. I know, it's nostalgic. It's a very nostalgic movie. 
I been a goddamn have, pleasure. I do have to go soon. But Trisha, oh, yeah. do you want to plug? Oh, yeah. I have a new podcast out called One More Round with me, Trisha Black. It's on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. I sit down, have a drink, and interview some cool folk. And uh, it's like a East Coast kitchen party. Um, but oh my god, I love podcast. That. <laughs> I, I gotta listen. What's your? Do you have a podcast network? Uh, I no, it's just me right now that's doing it. So, maybe well, let's get you on Sonar, baby. Well, maybe yeah. Let, let them know. <laughs> but yeah, you can do that. Follow, you can follow it at One More Round Podcast on Instagram and give me a follow if you want at it's underscore Trisha Black. But other than that, that's all I've got going. <laughs> Trisha, that's pretty good. Uh, a pleasure. I pleasure miss you. always. I love you. I love you. I love you both very much. Love Thank you. Um, see you later. I'll see you later. I'll send you this Bye. recording. Yeah. All right. Bye. I'm Bye. stopping.